Let's go. I'm a What's up, everybody? It's Jeff Sintel, DogNation.com, the intrepid recruiting reporter for uh, DogNation.com. It's another Wednesday night. You know what that means? Jeffrey has got his uh, St. Patrick's Day lucky shirt on. Um, hope everybody's having a, a pretty good night. Hope everybody's watching those storms. I don't know about you guys, but I got an alert about 30 minutes ago that said uh, my school district in Cherokee County has going all digital today because everybody's worrying about the storms. Uh, so I hope everybody that's watching in Alabama, especially central Alabama and, and uh, also West Georgia, uh, thoughts and prayers for your safety over the next 16 hours or so. Um, with that, you guys saw the headline. We got a pretty good show tonight. Uh, I think it's a show that everybody wants to hear from a guy that I think to me is trending to probably be one of the most popular recruiting targets uh, for the 2022 Georgia class. That's at Mississippi tailback, tailback Branson Robinson. Uh, we've got an extended conversation with him. I've put together uh, some of the best material from a couple of conversations with Branson uh, to give you a really good scope and a really good picture of his recruitment. Uh, that's going to be our guess, our main course and our entree tonight on Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger. Kroger does so many things for so many people. I know so many of my loved ones right now are trying to figure out a way to get their COVID-19 vaccinations by going to Kroger.com and, you know, hitting those keys and hitting those refresh buttons, trying to find one in their area instead of having to travel to like Macon or Tennessee, somewhere else to, to give them the, the care and the security and that first dose that they need of their uh, uh, trusted vaccines that everybody is really focusing on right now in the month of March. As always, we got Before the Hedges tonight. Uh, it becomes a podcast. It's on Spotify, SoundCloud, the Apple podcast platform. Let me set up this interview here right now with Branson Robinson. He's the number one running back in the country for Rivals.com. And I'm going to give a big you know, shout out to Rivals right there. That I think is a worthy and a trusted evaluation there on Branson Robinson. I think the composite has him as the nation's number seven running back and number 102 overall. But for rivals, he's the number one running back in the country. He's about 5'10". He's about 219 or so. And great googly moogly, he's got some lifts. I think his bench right now is about 430. He's about 630 on squat. He hasn't really maxed rep for power cleans. Uh, but he's right around 350, 360, pretty easy. That is approaching uh, number 27, Nick Chubb territory for when he was that age in high school. And, you know, another reason why it makes sense uh, to, to do this show and maybe our A1A uh, type content in this show to be about five-star running back Branson Robinson is of all things today, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day is also Branson Robinson's 17th birthday. So when you start watching these highlights in a few seconds, you're going to go, goodness gracious, that's a 16-year-old who can now squat 630 pounds. He's an 11-2-9 in the 100-meter uh, dash. That's the last time he did it. He's a power lifter, a state champion power lifter in Mississippi. He also has Georgia as his top school. And we've got an extended conversation right now with Branson. For your enjoyment on dognation.com, sit back, watch these highlights, and dream about the chances of Georgia being able to sign a very highly favored running back in the class of 2022. Let's hear from Branson Robinson on his birthday uh, on dognation.com before the hedges on Wednesday night. If I could read your mind while you're running, what's going up through your mind? 
Um, while I'm running, yeah, I'm I'm looking I'm looking to dish out pain, especially on the first couple runs of the game. I want to set the tone, so because once once you get in their head and keep hitting them like that, they come around the fourth quarter. They don't want to hit you no more. So, especially the first couple runs of the game, I, I'm looking to dish out punishment. You know, I'm I'm an angry runner, and mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, when the seams open up, I do look for the seams to open up. So. But if somebody in my way trying to stop me from seeing that scene, that scene, yeah, that I'm looking to dish out violence to them. Do you do you think you maybe your mindset the way you run the football? Do you think you you run like any certain person? Yeah, I would say uh, Nick Chubb and uh, Brandon Jacobs. Then the most I've been compa- compared to, but I do feel like I run I run you know similar styles as them. At those two backs, but yeah, uh, Nick Chubb mostly is where I want to say is my my best comparison. How how would you describe what you're looking for in, in your college fit? Like, you know, maybe think of that like your your a recipe or something where you're like, it's got to have this check, it's got to have that check. What do you think you're looking for? Uh, really and truly, I just. I want to go to a, a team, you know, of course, with a, a good offensive line. And I know uh, Georgia is definitely that. And I just want to go to a school, you know, with good facilities and good good atmosphere, good fans. And aside from the football, I do uh, I do want this one thing, well, uh, a good biology program. You know, mm-hmm. uh, after football, I plan to be uh, a physical therapist. So. I, I look for a school with a good biology program. That's one thing that one of the school I end up choosing that they gotta have that. Uh, what did you do to get so strong? Do you have? Is it natural? Is it God given, or do you did, have you been like doing 500 push-ups a day since you were 10 years old? Uh, uh, well, not, honestly, I think when it all started, I always been like country strong. You know, I'm a country boy. But mm-hmm. when I when I was younger, I used to go to in the summer. I used to go to work with my dad a lot. He's a uh, he's a uh, a car a car dealership, a car salesman. But mm-hmm. I would do stuff around his shop and pick up bricks and tires and stuff. And mm-hmm. I I remember coming coming home from that being kind of sore, you know. So that that was really starting me, you know, getting on this path of being like the world's strongest man, you know, and stuff <laughs> like that. But uh, this my first year of high school. I had watched uh, Herschel Walker documentary. You know, another Georgia running back, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched it. And he did a thousand push-ups a day and a thousand sit-ups a day. And I, I just got so inspired about that and how it transformed his body and stuff like that. So that whole summer, I, uh, I did a thousand push-ups every day, and I didn't quite do a thousand sit-ups. I did about eight hundred sit-ups a day. <laughs> That's and, hard. Yeah. And that I went from I want to say I was like 160 in my eighth grade year. In my ninth grade year, I I went to two 205. So yeah, that. Wow. And once and once I got in the weight room, that I'm in the weight room now. So I really don't no need for a thousand pushups a day now. So mm-hmm. I, I just that that's just where it all started at for me. Who would you say is in it for you, uh, Branson? Who's in it for you? Which schools are the ones you're really thinking about hard right now? Oh, Georgia is number one right now. Georgia. Mm. Why, why is Georgia number one? 
because the you know the way they produce their running backs, the way they develop their running backs, um, that's RBU right there. And you know the great offensive line play, the great head coach. I mean, just a great all-around football school and you know academic school. So Georgia is just a really good place to be. How close is it with number two? Is it close between them and Oregon? Yeah, it's it's close. I, it's it's really close. Oregon has always been my favorite football team since I was mm. like five. Uh, you, you mentioned a bunch of things about Georgia. I mean, is it ironic that you know the, the Herschel video, and then you look like Nick Chubb? You can admit that that's a really good comparison or a parallel for your style. Uh, mm-hmm. are those are those reasons too that enhance the way you think about Georgia? It does. Yeah, that's that's really a, the uh, reason that pulled them to the number one. You know, all these signs right here. I think it's just, these are signs from God or something like that, but. You know, these it's just ironic, and, um, yeah, it's just, it's just pushed Georgia to be number one right now. How long have they been your top school? Uh, I want to say my last game of the season, that, that's when Georgia became my uh, top choice. Because uh, the running the running backs coach, Dale McGee, Coach McGee, mm-hmm. he, we uh, we developed a good, a good relationship, so – off the field, you know, talk about. We don't really just talk about football like that. So once I get on the phone with him, we you know talk about stuff with my family and everything. So I definitely have the best relationship. Well, out of all these college coaches, Dale McGee is the, Coach McGee. It is the best relationship I got with all my coaches. So that's a big reason why George number one right now too. Have you talked to uh, to Coach Smart yet, Kirby Smart yet? I have, yes, sir. What's that been like? Yeah, man, it was awesome. I talked to him on FaceTime. I got the song. I kind of, it was kind of like face to face. So yeah, it was, it was awesome. If they told you you're the guy, because it, it looks to me like you might be the guy for this class. Uh, if they told you that that you're our guy, and we want, we want to make a decision yet, and then we'll go on from there. Yes, sir. They have. What does that mean to you? That's got to mean a whole bunch. A school like Georgia saying yeah, that. that. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. Uh, did Kirby say anything funny? What do you remember about that conversation? Uh, he asked me what's my uh my weight numbers and stuff. Now after I told him, and he was his reaction, it was like he was like, "Dang," stuff like that. And he said it reminded him of Nick Chubb and everything. He said Nick Chubb was obsessed with that. You know, after the games, he'll go in the weight room and just lift all night and stuff like that. So yeah. That was the most memorable thing about that. Do you go into your high school weight room and lift that every night after games, or does Coach give you the keys to do that? I do. I actually do. Uh, after, after every home game, I go in there and lift. Uh, we wow. All our players have a a key to the locker room, so you can just go in there really anytime you want. And, yeah, I just uh, go in there, especially, especially after a loss. I mean, I, <laughs> I just – I've been in there all night, so, yeah. What's up with your colors? It's almost like it's 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 not quite a Georgia red and black, and it's not quite a Georgia yeah. G, but that might be another. You were talking about signs. I also think that's also kind of ironic. How yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, what do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's real ironic. That's when when I talk to my classmates, that's what they say about you know when I, I tell them Georgia is my number one right now. 
They, that's what they always come up with. It's like, man, they they basically got our same colors, man. That's that's a sign right there. So yeah, it, that's that's pretty that's pretty ironic right there. Mm. I mean, the G's a little crooked, and it looks like that's South Carolina red and not Georgia red, but it's pretty stinking close. Mm-hmm. Last time you said Georgia was your leader, and like mm-hmm. maybe Oregon was the second school. Is is all mm-hmm. that still the same, or where are you at with all that right now? Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Georgia's still in the lead for me right now. Oregon is a close second. Then it's um, LSU and Alabama. But, I mean, wow. between Alabama and Oregon, you know, they're really the main two, you know. So then it's Georgia, Alabama, and Oregon. That Those three are kind of duking it out with Georgia just a little bit ahead? Yes, sir. What keeps Georgia ahead, man? Those are some good schools there. Um, it's just, you know, the way that I figure it out. The type of offense they run, you know, and it's a good situation for me headed there. Um, they have great offensive line play, you know, and I have a the most important thing is I have a great relationship with the running best coach. You know, we talk almost every day. You know, sometimes he want to know how my day my day been football. Sometimes, yeah, it's just a great relationship and all those things. Brinson, you said uh, a while back, last time we spoke, that you're going to just take a long time and you're going to, uh, you know, after your senior year, you, you talked about winning a state title, and after you win the state title, then that's when you would be ready to make your decision on a school. You thought you'd know by then. Is that Does that still link up with what you're thinking right now? Um, Kind of. I mean, as soon as I really, you know, get the – the visits is really the thing for me. I mean, I I want to take the visits, and I've got to take the visits, you know, if I feel like I have, you know, my main school in mind, I, I, I commit, you know, before I win the state championship or probably even before the season starts. You know, the visits are a big thing for me, so that's why I haven't really, you know, made a decision yet or even a top ten or top five list yet because of the visits. Branson, do you have a plan for how you're going to hit the hole June 1st when visits are a go? Do you know what you're going to do yet? Honestly, I don't. No, sir, I don't. Still. That, like, it's, it's funny. I talk to a lot of top guys like you, and they're like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to line up four or five visits in the month of June, and that's going to help me a lot. Uh, is that what yeah, you think you're going to do, or do you have any idea? Yeah, I plan on taking four or five visits, but I just don't. I know Georgia is for sure is one of the visits I'm taking. I just, you know, the other, you know, three or four, you know, I, I, I don't know yet. So, But I know Georgia for sure, but I don't have the, you know, the main schools that I want to visit yet. Yeah. Do you, you think you'll take officials in June, or are you just going to take just normal visits? I think I'm going to take officials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does your family feel about Georgia? I know the way Georgia recruits, they'll – recruits your whole family as much as he does your ability to score touchdowns. How does how does your family feel about Georgia? Oh, uh, they love it too, man. Especially um not just my my intermediate family, you know, my aunties, you know, she she lives in Georgia actually. And um she actually I wanna say yesterday she visited the campus, you know, she walked around the campus and she sent my mom pictures of all the uh, stuff around campus, the bulldog statue and all that. So She's really excited about it, you know. So she loves Georgia. She wants she want me to go down there back. So my family really loves her. Did you say your uh, – now, you said this was your auntie, right? Yes. What, where does she live in Georgia? Uh, Atlanta. She lives in Atlanta? 
So uh-huh. she's doing basically doing some advanced scouting for you. She went there for you, huh? Yeah. I guess you could say that, yeah. So how about that? You you very rarely hear about Auntie doing some scouting work already, taking some pictures, taking some pictures of the big bulldogs around the the city of Athens in uh, Clark County in the classic city. I thought that was very interesting. Great little chat there with uh, Branson Robinson. I've been talking to him for a while now. Um, very interesting. And again, I'll, I'll reiterate, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, Branson Robin out of, Robinson out of Madison, Mississippi. The Germantown Mavericks. If you guys were looking at some of those, uh, the, the colors, you saw the school logo. Not quite the Georgia Power G. Not quite Georgia red, more like South Carolina red. But uh, you heard Branson Robinson say in that uh, in that conversation about it, there's just a lot of signs. He notices it. His teammates notice it. Uh, it's funny. One of the stories that it was in the Dog Nation story this week, besides the Nick Chubb comparisons and how Georgia's RBU, it's got the biology department uh, degree he wants because he wants to be a trainer um, or physical therapist, excuse me, after his uh, football days are up. Uh, so many ways Georgia checks all of his boxes, the offensive linemen, uh, facilities, uh, the, you know, the great running back tradition. He said Georgia's RBU. But there was also a really good story here where he told me that uh, this was in his middle school year. I think it was his eighth grade year. And he realized it was time for him to uh, really get stronger and change his body, especially because he wanted to be a football player. And Branson Robinson told me that, uh, you know, get this, guys, this is a crazy story. He said um, he saw the SCC Network documentary on Herschel Walker with the thousand push-ups a day, the thousand sit-ups a day. So what do you do? He started doing a thousand push-ups and not not quite a thousand sit-ups. He did about 800 a day. And he radically changed his body from the time he started training. He was 165 to the time he showed up as a ninth grader uh, to play for the Mavericks in Germantown High School in Madison, Mississippi. Uh, he then weighed 205. So he put on about 40 pounds of muscle doing 1,000 push-ups and 1,000 sit-ups a day. So everybody on the feed, this is some free advice. You guys want to look like uh, Branson Robinson. You want to put on a suit of armor. You want to get beach body ready for this summer. Uh, just do 1,000 push-ups and 1,000 sit-ups a day. Maybe watch the calorie count as well. And uh, you will have a body transformation in no time. So you add all this up. And I forgot to add that uh, his, uh, his coaches at the school, obviously he's so strong, he holds the, the school records in almost every lifting category. Uh, one of his coaches calls him Atlas. Another coach, two coaches on the staff call him Zeus. Of course, Zeus, Zamir White. There's another connection there as well. So all, adding all that up, there's just a lot of things that just seem Eerie, you can call it eerie, you can call it ironic, you can call it odd, but there's a lot of ways there how Georgia is checking all the boxes there for uh, Branson Robinson. Number two is Oregon. Oregon was his dream school. His number three school, uh, that's probably Alabama or Oregon really kind of vying for the number two or three spots. Alabama's recruiting him, and what can you say about Alabama? Uh, They just picked up a five-star running back, Emmanuel Henderson, over the weekend. Uh, And what it was not really a a shock to many. you also see Branson Robinson. Uh, he also told me that watch for Clemson because he likes Clemson's biology program as well. He thinks Georgia and Clemson have the best two biology programs among his top schools. And he said Clemson's recruiting him hard, but they haven't offered yet. Everybody knows Clemson. 
They, they, they treat their scholarships like Fabergé eggs. Uh, they don't uh, offer them. They try to offer as few as guys as they can, maybe only like 60, 70 every class. Not quite Stanford at 50 offers every class, but pretty good. And he said, should the Tigers offer, uh, they would quickly jump into one of his top schools there as well. And he'd give them some careful consideration. That, my friends, is a good Intel dossier cache uh, file opening and closing there on Branson Robinson. You'd call him B-Rob. You'd call him Double Deuce like his head coach at Germantown also does as well. Very interesting prospect to watch. We'll have our eyes on him, our eyes and ears on him in the months and weeks to come. A couple things before we get into top targets, timelines, recruiting breakdown. This is the season where you see a lot of things happening on social media. You see recruits. uh, I think a couple recruits, I think, um, who have I seen? Um, Tyler Booker, Christian Miller, they've announced their official visits uh, to Florida for the first weekend in June. I think Georgia's going to try and line up a lot of its offensive guys in the first week of June. You hear all these official visits coming up, which is kind of a return to normalcy. Uh, Got to remember that we're still about 11 weeks away from these official visits in the, the dead period opening up on June, June the 1st. So we've got a ways to go. We should all probably hunker down and cross our fingers to make sure everything stays uh, stays in the same positive trend as they are going right now with the virus. Um, I think Georgia will try to bring in a lot of offensive players in the first week of June. I've heard names uh, like Denylon Morissette, Gunnar Stockton, Oscar Delp. Uh, it's a potential for maybe the first or second weekend in June where Georgia's going to bring in a lot of offensive recruits, um, especially skill guys as well. Um, and then uh, another name I've heard for the first weekend in June to take an official to Georgia would be Greater Atlanta Christian offensive lineman Addison Nichols. Man, that is a superlative player and another one of those high-character guys to the extreme. Uh, we are talking about an All-American offensive lineman there out of Greater Atlanta Christian. Let's do this. Let's pull up uh, – I think I want to look at timelines first. Uh, timelines for major prospects. A little bit of news. I would call it not not – not breaking news, but kind of simmering news. Uh, that's a conversation I had, a quick conversation I had recently with Jordan James. That's the four-star running back out of Oakland High School. He leads our timelines for major prospects right now. He has told me that he could commit at any time. He could commit at any day. He's not sure when he wants to commit, but he's got the feeling that he could commit at any time. He tweeted something out. You guys will get to see that. Uh, a little bit later in the online chatter, but Jordan James now feels like he can make a commitment at any time, which is, I guess we should put him on commitment watch until the end of June, uh, something like that. Uh, another timeline, uh, we've scrubbed some timelines from last week's show. You know, of course, uh, Mikel Williams was supposed to commit on March 15th. He uh, backed off that. Christian Miller, April 4th, he backed off that. Emmanuel Henderson did make the commitment to Alabama on March the 13th. Uh, So you see Jordan James in any day. You see five-star Malachi Starks on March the 25th. That's still going down, still at the Community Civic Center, the Community Center in Jefferson, Georgia. That's in Jackson County. Uh, March 28th is Jalen Walker. Everybody's watching that one really closely because everybody seems to say Clemson, 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 Clemson with Jalen Walker. And that may indeed be the case, but uh, there's a couple of chances he's had to take a visit, and he hasn't been able to visit uh, Clemson as as of yet. See what he does this weekend as well. May the 7th, that's another one that's on the books. That's three-star safety, Emory Floyd. They call him Ferrari Floyd. They call him Flash Floyd because he's so stinking fast. Um, 
that's another that's another name that's on the book there to pay attention to as well uh, in the class of 2022. Uh, let me see. Making sure you guys caught Dog Nation recently, we had a great conversation with the Nylon Morris set. We had a great conversation, of course, with Branson Robinson. You see the story that went up today about uh, Tony Mitchell, who basically I thought this was a he's a number one cornerback in the 2023 class. It's on DogNation.com right now. He basically verbalized that, uh, you know, when visits return, he rolled off about eight or nine schools that he wants to visit once the pandemic, you know, curtain goes up and everybody can visit again. The NCAA dead period's over. And uh, Tony Mitchell rolled off about, I think, six or seven schools. And there was no Georgia in there. And I asked him, I was like, well, why not Georgia? And he says, man, he says, I could probably give the tour right now at Georgia. He said he's been there about five times. His last visit to Georgia was for the uh, he, he his last visit period was in February for a junior day. He took some pictures. Those are up on dognation.com as well. Uh, and he also has very fond memories, very, very fond memories of his trip for the Notre Dame game back in 2019. He said, and I quote, he said that was lit. He said it about three or four times. Um, that's a couple of stories this week. I wanted you to make sure you saw on dognation.com. Some of that uh, intel we always try to give you guys. And now let's go to Top Targets version 3.3. A gentleman, we just mentioned his name a little bit earlier, Denylan Morissette out of Brookwood. That's in Snellville, Georgia. Uh, he recently told us that uh, he thinks he's got his mind made up. He thinks he knows where he wants to go. He said he was almost about to make a commitment this month as well, or maybe by the 1st of April. He's backed off that for the time being. He says there's a maybe a third and eight type chance, which I – kind of translate to a 40, 50% chance that he makes his commitment um, prior to visits returning in June. Uh, but if not, he sees himself making about three or four visits, uh, four visits at least in uh, June, and then making his decision shortly after that. Uh, Denylon said the schools he wants to visit are uh, Florida, Georgia, Georgia Tech, USC. He's saving another spot as well. Uh, preferably, I think that would probably be for Alabama. But I think as we we, we chronicled in that story this week that Denial and Morissette basically said that Alabama's really not recruiting him as hard as they need to. We're talking to him that much at all. Number 10, uh, we had a long, long discussion there on Denial and Morissette. Let's move a look, pick up the pace a little bit. Tyler Booker said a minute ago in the show that he's going to make his official visit uh, the first weekend, June the 4th through the 6th, to Florida. Uh, I'd look for Georgia to get one shortly after that as well. Tyler Booker, to me, Seems like Notre Dame, Georgia, Florida, really sharp prospect, really dialed in, very uh, well-rounded young man. Number nine, Daniel Martin out of Marietta, Georgia. He's going a little bit down this week uh, in this class. Uh, we also, uh, backing up, uh, I think I, I want to make sure, we had a we had a, a late entry to number 12, and uh, it's kind of like the way Evan Stewart uh, moves around on TikTok. He just kind of slips in there of late. Evan Stewart. So listen to this. This kid, um, I think, was feeling a certain type of way about Georgia. I think it was a surprise commit when he committed to Texas uh, a couple months ago, a little while ago. Uh, again, Evan Stewart is the young man who has not met a coach, who's not met a coach face-to-face, -face, hasn't seen a coach uh, that's recruiting him yet. He decided he needs to actually do those things before he makes his college decision. I think Georgia's in a got a very good fighter's chance within about three or four other schools there for Evan Stewart. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's an interesting 24-7 sports report that came out today about Evan Stewart. Evan has over a million followers on TikTok. Apparently, he's dancing all the time. He's uh, 
doing a lot of duets with, uh, you know, kind of the names of the game right now in hip hop and in the rap scene. And uh, this is a young man with 1.5 million followers on TikTok. Kind of crazy. And he'll be able to basically marshalize that uh, to a to let's just call it prosperity uh, in the years to come, especially when those name, image and likeness things come up now. Evan is blistering fast. I think he's 10-7 in the 100. Uh, I think he's uh, 24 feet on the long jump, 47 feet on the triple jump. Just a very impressive all-around athlete. I think he's the nation's number five wide receiver, uh, number 43, 42 overall in the country. On the composite, that was your number 12. Uh, number 11, we've already discussed the Nyland Morissette, Tyler Booker, Daniel Martin. I think the thing I want to share this week about Daniel Martin is, is that a lot of schools, even the big schools, are trying to figure out what he is. Is he a safety? Is he an outside linebacker? Is he a downhill safety? Is he a star? Is he kind of that nickel? I, I think I would – my evaluations on Daniel Martin would lead to anything that makes him more of a defensive back. I think that's just what he feels comfortable doing. Uh, speaking of defensive backs, a name that moves up is Traquan Figgins out of Oxford, Oxford, Alabama. He returns kicks. Uh, he um, – is a lockdown corner out of Oxford, Alabama. Number seven, uh, Jeremiah Alexander out of Thompson. We mentioned Tony Mitchell earlier out of Thompson High in Alabama. Jeremiah Alexander, uh, former Alabama decommitment. Number six, uh, Jalen Walker. He comes down just one spot, though. Uh, Going to make his decision on March the 28th. We had a pretty good discussion there about Jalen Walker in our uh, timelines. Number five, moving up, Oscar Delp out of West Forsyth. And coming Georgia, uh, big target, big red zone target. Um, I didn't make a big deal out of it, but Oscar Delp chose to wear uh, Georgia gloves at the Youth Passing League uh, event uh, in Carrollton at uh, Carrollton High School over over the over Saturday and Sunday of last weekend. Uh, number four, Kojo Antwi out of Lambert and Swanee, Georgia. Number four overall, uh, really impressive young man. I think. Uh, it's got speed, got great hands, ability to create separation. Uh, he's one of those great character kids as well. Kojo Antwi, uh, recently named his top five as well. Number three, you guys know all about Branson Robinson right now. You're ready to take the 10 question test. Uh, maybe I should do that one of the times to make one of these times to make sure how everybody's how well everybody's listening and all these dog nation conversations. Uh, anybody remember from that interview uh, what he wants to study in school? Uh, if you guys can follow along, let me know if you remember what he wants to study in school. And he has a he he has a uh, he has a he has a uh, family member actually lives in Atlanta uh, that is actually doing some advanced scouting for him on UGA in the Georgia campus. He's never been to Athens in Georgia. He's been to Atlanta. You guys uh, can drop it in the comments section below to make sure you guys are paying attention about which family member is doing some advanced scouting for Branson Robinson on all things UGA. Number two is Mikel Williams out of Hardaway in Columbus, Georgia. Uh, I think Georgia would be well served to hold on to his commitment. He's backed it up until after uh, the visits return. Uh, we had a big story on that last week on Dog Nation. And number one, like I said, the visits, uh, the, uh, the timeline is still intact for Malachi Starks as well, the five-star athlete out of Jefferson High School in Jefferson, Georgia. He's running track right now, and we'll show you some cool images from that as well. But Malachi, folks, you guys read the story I wrote? <laughs> See? Look at listen to that. Peaches here is the name Malachi Starks, and she just starts barking. Uh, Malachi Starks is the uh, uh, nation's number three athlete, something like that, in the class of 2022. 
let's roll through some uh, other, all the other big names, and I'll make sure we progress swiftly through those. Jordan locked down Allen. I think he's probably more of a safety than a corner. I think he could play both spots. Uh, Marcus Allen, that's the talented three-star uh, out of Walton High and Marietta. We mentioned Emory Floyd earlier. A new name to the list this week is Andre Green Jr. out of Richmond, Virginia. That's another new receiver name we've added this week, along with Evan Stewart. I think it's time to maybe elevate the scope of how we're sharing kind of the recruiting the recruiting timelines and the recruiting stories of uh, a couple more wide receivers. You see some other receivers and other prospects drop off these big names to know. We already discussed Jordan James. Jordan James has Georgia as his leader. He's out of Tennessee. I think he's the nation's number seven running back in this class. Uh, Addison Nichols, we spoke about him earlier. Keith Miles, K.J. Miles, uh, is a four-star defensive tackle out of New Jersey. Recently dropped Georgia in his top seven. The aforementioned Christian Miller there as well. Uh, Five-star inside linebacker Sean Murphy. Georgia's really recruiting Sean Murphy pretty hard out of Manassas, Virginia. Walter Nolan out of Cordova, Tennessee. Georgia's been off and on with Walter Nolan. Now they're back on. A uh, player I really like here, Jake Pope as well. Everybody saw another one of his teammates, uh, Isaiah Bond, uh, get an offer from Georgia recently. And then uh, Georgia became one of his top five. Be very interesting to watch both of those recruitments as well. Uh, Quayshawn Sapp out of Lee County, Leesburg, Georgia. Uh, Shamar Stewart, five-star. Shamar's pretty close. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'll be honest. I think Shamar Stewart is pretty close to getting inside that top 12. He was in the top 12 at different points of this year. Depending on the information you get, he moves up, he moves down. Such is the life of recruiting. Uh, Four-star running back Tevin White uh, out of North Stafford, Virginia. Four-star wide receiver Antonio Williams out of Dutch Fork. I think Georgia can take four or five wide receivers, especially the right four or five wide receivers in this class. And then you have Kamari Wilson out of IMG Academy. I think when it's all said and done, I think this Georgia recruiting class might go 27 might go 26, 27 names in this class. Um, let's have a quick breakdown. Uh, one thing that has happened with the breakdown is those LSU Tigers have jumped in. They've snatched the number three national ranking from Georgia. Georgia is now down to number four. They have one offensive uh, commitment right now. That's five-star Gunnar Stockton. Seven defensive commitments. The only out-of-state commitment is Big Bear Alexander. Uh, the two five-stars are Gunnar Stockton and Dayon Bowie. Folks, Dayon Bowie is basically walking on water and impressing everyone uh, during the seven-on-seven uh, camp season right now. Uh, very impressive player. Uh, Stockton Bowie, Tyree West, Bear Alexander, and Marquise Groves Killebrew are the commitments in the uh, top 100. And with that, uh, that's that. I'm going to take a few minutes um, before we jump into the online chatter. You guys have a question. Feel free to drop it right now. I'll try to peruse uh, both timelines on Twitter, excuse me, not on Twitter, but on YouTube and also on Facebook to make sure I can matriculate as many of your questions as possible into our program uh, tonight. Uh, but, but speaking of taking a pause for the cause, I think it's time, time of our show when everybody needs to hear the good word from Kroger. Let's take a quick minute and hear the latest from our partner, Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. 
So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. All right, there you go. Always good to hear Brandon Adams on Before the Hedges on a Wednesday night. So I'm going to roll through some questions I've saw, I've seen right now. Robert Reynolds, remember, he wanted to be a physical therapist. Uh, David Vandiver Brown, you're right. He wanted to study biology as well. Um, let me see. A couple more questions. I saw a good one. Uh, Robert Reynolds, the orthodontist, was Jalen Walker. Uh Kylie and Susan Richter, she got it right. David Vandiver Brown got it right. Scotty Bound got the auntie question right about uh, uh, which one is doing the advanced scouting there for uh, Georgia and Branson Robinson. Question, uh, let me see. I saw a good question here from Robbie McCullough. Robbie wants to know, how's Branson Robinson the number one running back but only a four-star? So, uh, Robbie uh, – Branson is a five-star and the nation's number one running back on Rivals.com. Everybody knows about the composite. They take the ESPN rating. They take the Rivals rating. They take the 24-7 rating. And they kind of stir it all together or they put it in a blender, put it on ice crush, uh, like your favorite beverage or whatever. And out of that comes the composite rating, which is the mixture of all three. And the composite rating has Branson as a four-star, the nation's number seven running back overall, and the number 102 overall prospect. Folks, trust me, that that, that, that ranking is just going to continue to climb north, 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 kind of like it is um, Jon Snow and the King of the North, and they're crossing the wall. Um, you know, that's what I see happening there. Um, well, well, well above Winterfell uh, with the Knights of the Watch. Uh, that ranking is also going to fly like a crow, similarly, across the wall. And I think with that, I've set my personal record for making the most Game of Thrones references in a Before the Hedges program, which I never really thought was possible or I was never really trying to do. Um, good question, though, Robbie. Steve Rogers lamenting about TV coverage for the spring game. Uh, Steve, that just means you just, you just need to go, go inside Sanford Stadium and do that. Uh, let's see. Johnny Webster reports that he's from Columbus, Georgia, and he's hearing that good things about Georgia's chances with Mikel Williams. Uh, David Brown, Gunnar Stockton did not leave Georgia. Kane Peterson, good question. How many defensive tackles would Georgia possibly take in the class? Currently got two. I think they would take up to two or three more. One of those guys would be a hybrid. The hybrid, I think, would be Mikel Williams. Mikel's rated as a defensive tackle, but at 6'5", 260 with the bend um, and the dip, I think he has the ability to be a defensive end, especially a uh, five, five technique or farther right on the edge um, as well. Um, good questions. Uh, let me see. Before we get to online chatter, I want to take a quick lap around uh, YouTube. Lots of people – it looks like lots of people on YouTube were enjoying the uh, – uh, Branson Robinson, Ro Robinson highlights. Um, uh, Jeremy Barbary, I think receivers in this class, I think Georgia could sign four or five receivers in this class, especially maybe they can even do the right five. 
Uh, Jeremy Barbary wants to know, Jeff, we need a live commitment on your show. Well, Jeremy, we had a live commitment on our Dog Nation air last May. That was uh, Dylan Fairchild, but we're going to try and uh, make sure we can uh, do all that uh, in the near future. Danny Blackman wants to know, did I write, I wrote that, didn't I write that story on Branson Robson for Dog Nation? Yes, sir, I did. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeff wants an update info on the running backs, Fat Man and Cash. Fat Man's obviously the, uh, that's a funny, funny, funny little name game you got there. Fat Man is Katron Fat Man Allen out of IMG. Uh, Thoughts are some thoughts out there that he wants to play with Tyler Booker. Tyler Booker wants to play with him. Uh, Georgia is recruiting Fat Man. Fat Man was kind of the 1A, 1B running back with Lavassier Carroll. Uh, everybody's noticing a few things about on the chat. I think I'll address them right now. Excuse me. Everybody's noticing a few things on the chat right now um, in the comment section. So some new new numbers drop. Brock Vandegrift's number 12. Lavoisier Carroll is number 12. He's actually listed as a defensive back for the time being. I think he's going to do a whole lot of things for Georgia eventually in his career, kick returner, things like that. Um, Georgia obviously has a lot of backs. Um, you saw Kendall Milton make the move from number 22 to the number two jersey. Uh, a lot of very interesting uh, – it's the time of year where a lot of guys are claiming new numbers. And then um, you also have uh, – A lot of guys that were um, probably make it probably change our numbers a couple of times. Um, David Daniel is number 14. That's right. Uh, P. Rich wants to know, does Branson Robinson have a commitment date? No, but he thinks he, when he knows he's going to know, and he wants to do that after his visits. Um, one thing I didn't see for certain, I see some guys going back and forth. Haven't seen that story. I know my good buddy, Connor Riley, uh, wrote that uh, recently for uh, Dog Nation today about the new number changes. I don't know what he uh, what he found and what he reported about Lavasier Carroll's new number. Uh, Lavasier coming out of high school was basically seen as an athlete type. He could be a receiver, slot receiver. He could be a running back just because of all that speed. Um, for me, I don't know. Depending on how the trial goes with everybody being, I, I guess, auditioned at cornerback, I would think that the number one position for me with Lavoisier probably wouldn't be a pure cornerback, maybe somebody like a star or something like that. Um, everybody also, the back half of your question, that was what I was searching my memory bank for. The back half of your question is Cash Jones. That's the preferred walk-on. Uh, man, Cash Jones, going to be going to be something at Georgia. I think if I had to rate uh, the preferred walk-ons marching in that I think might be something at Georgia, might make some things happen at Georgia, I think there are going to be a few names in this 2021, at least enrollment class, not so much signing class, that are going to probably force Kirby Smart to give them a scholarship by the time their careers are over. Uh, let's see. A couple of th I, I want to show you guys, you know, we have a, a pretty big volume to kind of wrap things up a little bit. We got a lot of volume of online chatter, which is a couple of things I saw around the internet that I want to make sure you guys get a chance to see. Uh, let's start with a few things. Let's uh, go with um, recent top seven drop. Uh, Nation's number two, number four guard, I think. Ernest Green, the third. 
He's from St. Bosco. Wow, what a great St. John Bosco out of California. He recently dropped his top seven. Georgia is in his top seven. We're going to hear from him on Dog Nation sometime soon. Uh, let me see. Going through the list, we mentioned about Jordan James. I want you to see this one on Jordan James. This is a tweet I was referencing early in our program about how Jordan James was uh, uh, very close uh, to making his decision soon. I don't think he was waiting on uh, the teriyaki remix from Drake, kind of like the lemon pepper remix from Drake. I don't think he was waiting on St. Patrick's Day. I don't even think he was waiting on the uh, Zack Snyder cut of uh, uh, Justice League to uh, drop tonight on uh, your streaming platforms. I, I think he was really think, talking about his recruiting there. Uh, let me see. Another name here I want to bring up is Lebius, Lebius Overton, LT Overton out of Milton, folks, I think I think LT Overton might be the best college prospect in the South, regardless of class right now. He had 21 and a half sacks for uh, Milton as a sophomore. He's the number one prospect in the 2023 class. Uh, his team, uh, Milton High, he's a power forward. Big, He's one of the bigs there for Milton High. They won the Georgia 7A state title. They beat Burkmar. And now they're actually in, I think it's a Geico National Tournament Challenge. They're actually playing IMG Academy for their first matchup. Matchup of about, I think, eight to ten schools where they're going to play off a little mini tournament and try to figure out the true national high school champion. And you got a defensive end, a six foot five, 260 pound defensive end starting and excelling at an all state level as a hoop player. LT Overton, if you guys have been following our coverage recently, LT has been picking up a lot of uh, offers in both basketball and football. Of course, you only can be allotted for scholarship count on one of them. But what it does amount to for a talent like LT Overton, is uh, he gets the ability to um, be a part of the basketball team during the offseason and would likely miss some OTAs and some early spring work, uh, depending on how uh, far the uh, potential school he signs with uh, goes on basketball. Uh, let's see. Recruiting never stops. Look at this one. I think his handle is a Jigaman. This is John Johnson. Look at this. It's, it, it, you know, I bet you guys didn't think I know this, but I bet you probably thought I did know this. If you listen to me and some of my references on social media and also on Before the Hedges going on five years now, look at this birthday. Happy birthday to John Johnson. That's the father of Mikael Williams. And look how they did that with the above the rim, the old school above the rim soundtrack uh, kind of graphic in the edit. Uh, Georgia sent him one of those for happy birthday. The father got an edit for his birthday. And also USC uh, sent him an edit as well. USC is where uh, – the cousin of Mikael Williams actually plays right now as well. So there's a little bit of – there's actually a true family connection there as well. Uh, another tweet I wanted to show you, and this is pretty cool. You can see a recruit using a green screen uh, to create a white background. But look at Isaiah Bond here out of Buford High School. He's pointing all the helmets. He's going back and forth at all of them. Uh, got some high production value. I think my buddy Michael behind the, behind the Zoom window would probably agree that there was some production that went into that top five tweet as well on social media. Uh, I want to call your attention to this tweet here from Tisha. Uh, Tisha, Tisha Starks. This is uh, the mother of Malachi Starks taking a picture of uh, Malachi Starks at a recent track meet. I'm just going to let you guys figure out and observe and comment amongst yourselves about the shirt that he's wearing. You see, he's also got a brace on from his recent surgery on his thumb that he played through during his junior season on the run to the state championship game. Another clever edit, look at this one for J.Q. Hardaway. Now, he was a teammate of Mikel Williams at Hardaway High School, 
and he has since moved to Central Phoenix City, home of current Georgia freshman uh, Jackson Meeks, wide receiver Jackson Meeks. But J.Q. Hardaway, who remembers the old school claw machine? Look how he's got like the top six in there, and he's got a claw machine edit made up with all the potential school choices down there in the prize bin. Really like that one. For a guy that's probably seen a million and two uh, edits or top schools edits right there, that one I thought was very clever. Um, I want to show you this. Another, hey, who, who can, since it's Branson Robinson's birthday, let's go scattered, smothered, and covered with all the highlights. Look at this one right here from Branson Robinson. This is some of his more game film, which was captured on local network TV, uh, the local affiliates for all their Friday night football shows. You got Branson Robinson running around and uh, basically doing some poor things to uh, somebody's child right there. Um, another tweet I want to call attention to, look at Bear Alexander. Big Bear Alexander uh, was at the Under Armour All-American uh, Regional Camp this weekend. This was out in Texas. Look at that gear. You see a picture there where you see him and his, his guardian, his mentor, um, Tony Jones. Uh, lots of Georgia gear on there. Watch him working out right there. Uh, look at this one from uh, the camp. I think Bear Alexander only did two or three reps. I think it was just two at the camp. Well, here's one of them right there. It's even filmed through a chain link fence. Uh, somebody uh, went to certain extremes to make sure they got some video of Bear right there. Big Bear is actually working against a five-star guard right there. Obviously, you see him looking quite uh, sporty as he does so. Uh, we mentioned K.J. Miles, a defensive tackle, six foot four, about 280 out of New Jersey. Uh, strong scouting recommendations I've gotten on K.J. Miles. He, he dropped Georgia in his top seven. And then, as we mentioned earlier, we had Kojo Antwi. Look at his top five. Uh, he basically spelled out his top five on our Dog Nation interview on last Wednesday's program. And then I think shortly after that, maybe the next day, he released an official top five. It's USC, um, it's Alabama, and then it's Ohio State, Texas A&M, and Georgia. I think those are the three schools to watch there, Ohio State, Texas A&M, and Georgia. Whew. Guys, it's been another great Before the Hedges on Kroger. Folks, Kroger does so many things for you guys. Uh, what you could have done, what, what was easy to do, I was trying to try it out right now while um, the Branson Robinson interview was playing, is if you want to get your vaccine, if you need to get your vaccine, for if you're eligible now in your certain category, get your vaccine, go to Kroger.com. It's only a couple clicks, and you can start searching for the uh, Kroger vaccine locations that are available within the 20-mile radius of your preferred zip code. Uh, some appointments are still available for, for this week and next week in certain areas in the state of Georgia and across the southeast. I would advise you to take advantage of another great community service that Kroger is doing for everybody with all of that. Folks, I'm Jeff Sintel. Been another great Before the Hedges here on Wednesday night. Hope everybody had themselves a time. Hope everybody's ready to pass the test now on Branson Robinson. And you know why Branson Robinson has been so high on our top targets list for so long. Great young man. Besides that, his head coach, Tim Schrammick, uh basically told me that he would be tickled to death and a happy old man, if he could have a guy like Branson Robinson move in and be his next door neighbor, um, what a great life that would be. And that's about one of the most genuine ways I've ever heard of uh, a head coach talking about how good his player is. He's like, man, I'm not going to tell you he's a good kid just because he's great stats. He said that would be this. That would not be genuine. He says, I'm going to tell you he's a great kid because he's a great boy and a great young man. And 
his neighbor uh, story or his hopes for having a neighbor quite like Branson Robinson, I think really spelled that out. Uh, another funny story, man, Tim Shremek was full of them, man. He, he talked to me about, uh, he said, somebody asked him, you know, you know, Branson Robinson's your Wildcat quarterback at Germantown too. And he's asking him, this is funny. He said, why don't you throw the ball more? And he's like, well, you see who I got back there? And he was talking about a different running back, but he said it would apply to a running back, certainly like Branson, who was one of the best players he may have ever seen or coached. And he said, you know, listen to that. He's like, why would I want to throw that ball out to Elmer Fudd out wide when I've got the road runner back there in the backfield? I mean, I mean, you know what? You know what? One of my number one weaknesses as a writer is if a, if a coach says something funny and clever and a knee slapper like that, I'm going to find a way to get it into a story because, you know, talking to guys like that, man, it's just good for the soul. It, it's just good for the soul talking to down home football coaches. Uh, quite like Tim Schrammick of uh, Germantown High School in Madison, Mississippi. Folks, it's been my genuine pleasure to visit with you again and talk to you about all things Georgia recruiting. Let's see, we got cover four tomorrow. We got Brandon Adams in the morning at 10 a.m. Georgia geared up spring practice. We have all kinds of Georgia pro day. Aziz Ojolari made a bunch of money today. I think he got exactly what he wanted through all of his times. He, again, looked like he was made out of a suit of vibranium. The 4.60 was great. The 28 bench press reps were great. Uh, the broad jump of 10 feet, 7 inches was great. I thought Mark Webb had a great day. I thought Eric Stokes had a great day. And as promised, Monty Rice had called out that he was going to go somewhere in the four fives. And that's what, exactly what he did. Such a great, hardworking young man. I think he'll be one of the classier Bulldogs at the next level and one of those fun guys to follow as he flourishes uh, in his pro career. guys. We'll see you again next time. We'll see you again on the pages of dognation.com. You guys like the show tonight. Give it a like. If you guys like George's chances, if you like where George's chances right now stand with Branson Robinson, after learning all about him today and before the head, just give that a like. And uh, you guys have yourself a great night, a great week, and God bless everybody out there. I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.